So I was talking with one of um, our listeners, actually. Okay, a new listener. Um, and wait, people are listening to this? Yeah, yeah, we're starting to grow organically and, and what have you. And and Ooh. I really like the improvements that uh, with the with the graphics and stuff you did. Um, but uh, anyway, so he he said. Well, we know that we've been having some sound issues, right? And uh, we hope to have resolved this. So I thank you guys for being patient with us while we grow and improve. Yes? yes. Bravo. Um, but he says, he said like, Joe's everything. I did notice that. And again, as our listeners may have noticed, uh, unfortunately, just due to scheduling, uh, we're not all three of us able to be on every episode. And I definitely have noticed that the the ones with the three of us are definitely the best. Right. She's everything. She can do this solo and we would we would just pale in comparison to anything she does. Hurts I don't know what it is. She's got a she's got a knack for it. Yep. Yep. Um Welcome to the show. This is Extra Legroom. I'm Mitch, and th- this is Cor- No, that's not right. Oh, boy. Sorry, it's one of those mornings. I feel like every morning's been one of those mornings lately. It has a lot of doom and gloom. A lot of doom and gloom. But this is extra legroom, so stretch out, get comfortable. I'm pretty comfy right now. You look comfy. I'm stretched out. You said you had a good night's sleep last night. I did. I had over eight hours. Wow. But yet I'm still tired. I guess that's children. I guess so. Um, or what my wife would say was that I have to get eight hours every night to notice a different. You can't just get. You can't just get the eight hours one night and hope that every, excuse me, that everything's all better. You can't binge sleep. You can't binge sleep. It doesn't if you work. could binge sleep, how long could you sleep for? Like if if. No one would bother. You didn't have any any shit planned for like, I don't know. Let's say you had like the next two days where you had no responsibilities, no appointments, nothing. I could probably sleep like 14 to 16 hours out of the day. Yeah, I'm with you. You have a good, like an overnighter for like 12, 13 hours. Then maybe like a three or four hour nap in the middle of the day. Sounds good. Doesn't it? It does. Um, well, okay. I did my part with the whole intro and what have you, and I guess we're trying to make a format here, right, Mitch? Format Let's, is too rigid of a word. Yes, I guess so. I don't some like some sort of uniform branding. So we'd like to start and end the episode the same way. Try to kind of roughly keep our segments not timed, but in a bucket, at least. Crabs in a bucket. So, a pet dog confirmed positive for virus in Hong Kong. There are now two dogs that are in quarantine. Sorry, just to let our listeners know, this is this is part seven or eight in our. Um, it's an ongoing coronavirus series. No, we didn't w- listen. <laughs> the birth. Of, see, we've got to identify here. The birth of this podcast is so because of the coronavirus. So could you even say that we have coronavirus to thank for this podcast? 
silver lining, I guess, out there. Silver lining. Um, but no, it gave us a little bit of extra time and, and uh, there's a lot of questions and people, you know. So, hey, we decided let's do this and let's let's see if... Um, and, it, and it turned into a lot of fun. And a lot of work, too. A lot of work. Yeah. People think you can just do your thing, jump on and plug and play. and It's, it's not that easy. And I'm not at all an expert editor, as we can tell from the episodes. We know. Yeah, but uh, I hope this is more plug-and-play for, for everyone, if we can make that happen. So, two dogs, okay? Two now. Um, the, canine, the canine, which belongs to a six-year-old woman patient, was quarantined at an animal center. So, let's get something straight here. This pet, okay, in Hong Kong is being sequestered and quarantined at an animal center. But people are are told to go home and, and self-quarantine themselves for 14 days, and they're supposed to be... We can't really trust a dog to self-quarantine themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we can trust people, right? Can we trust people? I like to think we can. I like to, th- I like to be prepared, and I like to say, hey... Um, the hot like when when you have when you're positive let's look at what happened in japan right and with all of these uh with the princess cruise uh ship the diamond princess and all of the people on there when these when these guys started becoming ill and getting the virus they were taken off the boat and brought to the hospital okay so why is this not the case in canada and in the states and stuff like that i don't understand why people are allowed to i think it's just because of the severity of the outbreaks in those situations so that's interesting because they hong kong has identified two strains of the coronavirus one is is more deadly than the other interesting yes so which is scary i guess that means if there's multiple strains then there, there had to have been a mutation of sorts. So is one of them like COVID-19 and the other one's COVID-20? They haven't gotten that, that far yet. It's just it's, it's the coronavirus is COVID-19, but there are two strains. And, and I don't know. I'm sure they have some designation for... But this is like relatively new. So that is a little bit scary that it's already sort of mutated and that there's multiple strains of this. We don't even have one vaccine out for one of them. And now there are two strains. Um, this is really also, I didn't realize how serious it was, but it's really blown up in Iran. Yeah. What do you mean? You didn't know how serious this was. Do you know how many cases are there now? How many? Over 3000. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. Um, there are now 82 countries. I think, I think Canada's actually gone as far now as saying, uh, avoid all non-essential travel till we run. Oh, really? I think there's an, there's, that might be an actual warning out there. Well, thought I heard something this morning on the radio. I know it's, it's that case for a bunch of other countries, but sometimes Canada is, see, I got to applaud Canada in a way because we don't have Considering our first case was in January, we don't have like hundreds of cases. We're still under under fifty. Mm-hmm. So that's 
Yeah, we've done a good job of containing the cases that we do. Especially considering Vancouver and Toronto, right? Two major, whether it's with Asia or whether it's with Iran. like Major hubs for travel. Yeah, absolutely. And major final destination. Hopefully not final, final destination. Yeah, seriously. Jeez. Um, Yeah, so it, it looks like a whole bunch of... Israel, amongst one of them, added them to the list of like avoid non-essential no i don't know about avoid non-essential but um they're on the list of of don't go they're advising not to i don't know if it says avoid all not i i'm we have to look into that so this is this is obviously spread quite a bit um sometimes we make it seems like we're making light of it because we're joking around as well, and it is somewhat of a travel po- uh, comedy, sometimes podcast, right? We'll try and we'll try and talk a little travel today, maybe. Yes, I mean, I did want to talk about um, Vegas. Yeah, I mean, this would this could be it. Is this it? Is this the Las Vegas episode with your like expert Joanne Mitch Tepperman? Here, Joanne's going to be here. I tomorrow. feel like you're right. Yeah, I feel like you're right, buddy. Maybe we'll put Vegas on hold. So the death toll in Italy. Is 107, and there's over 3,000. There's almost 3,100 cases. Is it still all in the north? I don't know. I hope so. Primarily in the north, yes. It's it's certainly not so good there. Um, Iraq reports its second death. We haven't had any deaths, right? Here? Yeah. Um... I don't think so. I don't think we've had any deaths. Let me do a quick deaths. fact check for you. Sweden. Sweden has 16 cases. France jumps up to 285 cases. So 73 increase in one day in France. Um, yeah, it's spreading. I mean, Italy is, a, is one of those hub places... So I have a hard time believing that it's primarily like just in the north. If yeah, all sorry, of these people, as of three days ago, this article says Canada has no deaths, yeah, no fatalities, which is good. That's great news. That means the people that are getting it are recovering. But yeah, I know we were talking about this yesterday. I was, that I just really don't think it doesn't feel like this is just gonna go away. It feels like it's gonna need a vaccine, and whenever that shows up. That'd be great, but <laughs> yeah. Until then, it's gonna be something that we have to keep an eye on and get under control. See, the UK, right? That that the virus is relatively new there, and they already have eighty-five cases, right? So Canada's doing a, a, a good job, I guess so. But I don't agree with this whole self-quarantine nonsense. No, you, you've made yourself very clear on the subject. Nope. Nope, I think they should be there should be an arm in the a little wing in the hospital or or a dedicated area for those thirty some odd people to to remain sequestered and quarantined properly. That's who's delivering food. Who's there's so many other logistics involved with with being self quarantined. Yeah. My goodness. Imagine um, you're like an Uber Eats driver and you, you get sent to a place and they answer the door wearing like masks and hazmat gear. And but like, would they even? Would they just answer the door in a mask? 
And then it's like, how are you paying cash? Oh, great. Well, Uber Eats is, is paid for on the app. That's true. You'd avoid the cash transaction. I know, but still, they're handing them their food. Yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe they just like leave it at the door and like knock and run away. Their food that they're going to put into their mouth. My goodness. Every How many people are like... There's a lot of Uber people out there now. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's all kinds of different services. Now, they're canceling schools and universities and major events and a lot of um, and a lot of different places. Uh, I think I read something like there was like twenty. I don't know. I want to. I'm trying to get my facts straight here, but I think there was about twenty million um out of school let me see if i can figure that one out here quickly but it's very scary what's that what's that i got the good purell 50 dollars. wow it's mitch is showing me please can you describe what you're showing me it's an internet meme and it's uh somebody with a bit of purell and like a little ripped up plastic baggie it looks like a drug deal and it says i got that good purell 50 bucks a gram text me people are clearing the shelves go to the go to the grocery store and try to find or the shoppers drug mart whatever and find some purell good luck yeah um it's 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 scary it's getting and the hysteria have you seen the hysteria in the states at like costco's and clearing the shelves people fighting over toilet paper it's crazy times yeah yeah all right can we it's spreading it's going everywhere uh there's new cases in hungary like i don't know what to tell you it's everywhere right it's everywhere there's 82 countries now that have it um First case in South Africa, I noticed, by the way, which I'm supposed to go to in, in May. But again, that's one case. Mm-hmm. And that was... Uh, and then and then Princess is in the news again. They're, they can't catch a break, eh? Well, they catch a lot of stuff. Certainly not oh. a break. Not a break at all. But they are catching a lot of that's stuff. That's good. What's going on? Uh, they've got another potential outbreak on another one of their cruise ships currently on its way to san francisco to dock but they're saying they don't even want them to dock there so what are these ships supposed to do just start sailing around sailing around and i i I don't know this is what i mean like there has to be some better procedures in place in the cruise line industry considering so when they're refused to like port maybe there is like a a a special way to port if you make the arrangements prior to or maybe like, they, they just all go to like guantanamo bay and that's like the special wow corona port wow the the, the quarantine port we'll just have you guys sequestered in jail i don't know but the cruise line industry certainly needs to figure stuff out are we recording? You know where we've been recording this whole time. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to do some editing on this one. But it's not the same type of editing. Okay. Oh, boy. Mitchell doing big stretches. Oh, gosh. I'm telling you, when I get an eight-hour sleep, I'm more tired. Well, have some of that French vanilla. It's all done. It's all done? I sucked it back. Gone. 
Okay, so Joanne's going to be joining us tomorrow, and we're going to be discussing Las Vegas, which is going to be a fun episode. Yesterday, there was a supplier meeting. Unfortunately, a lot of, well, me and Joanne couldn't make it, and that sucked. But um, Barcelo came in, right? How was yeah, that? Yeah, it was awesome. I actually, again, we I've, I think we've said it on the, the podcast before, but even after being in the industry for seven years, you learn something new every day, and I really learned a lot about uh, some of their properties and have found that there's really a property for everyone with them. Yeah. This I, isn't, this isn't supposed to be a Barcelo sales pitch here. No, but, it isn't. I mean, whereas before maybe I would have glossed over them when, you know, looking for something for a client because I wasn't as familiar with them. Now that I know more about them, they're going to be one of my go-to chains. Well, there is something for, and they, and they certainly have a reputation, um, as well. Um, in Cuba, I mean, the Barcelo Solimar and all of that, right? That's like... She, our rep, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot her name for the moment, assured me that the Barcelo Solimar is not a party resort. Uh, what? That's what she told me. I'm like, well, even sending people there, when people come in here and they say, I want to go to a party resort, and when I say come in here, of course, you guys know that this podcast is brought to you by Promenade Travel. 905-709-0909. Full service travel agency. Um, and by the way, the opinions expressed do not represent that of Promenade Travel or any of its affiliates or suppliers or furniture. Thank you. Nicely. Nicely done. Nicely done. Okay. So, yes. When people come in here and they say, I want to go to a party resort. In Cuba. We say, go to Barcelo Solomar. Yeah. Now, I couldn't tell if she just didn't want to call it a party resort. But I'm like, we need to know because that's what we, that's where we've been sending people. Like, is she like telling you one thing and then winking? Like, well, we're not really. <laughs> Excuse me. She's kind of implying that if there was some sort of pool party or something like that, it gets contained <laughs> to one pool. If there was this alleged pool party, yes. it is contained and quarantined in <laughs> one pool. Where everyone is sequestered. So, so yeah, I'm a little I'm a little confused on that point, but well. I mean, I think their grand properties are the ones that were the real kind of mind blown ones. It's like full water parks, arcades, bowling alleys, amusement parks, shopping centers, shopping centers, all rooms five minutes from the beach. Just yeah, no, I everything look- that most people two kilometer stretch of private beach. What do you want? It's what everyone wants, essentially. Private beach. What does that mean? That there's no one selling anything. No one on trying it? to force you to go on excursions. I'll tell you. There are, they have a bad, Mexico has a bad reputation for that, by yeah. the way, right? Like the timeshare stuff. I I fell for it. You did? Well, sort of. You thought you were smarter than them, but they were smarter than you? Do you have a timeshare now? I don't have a timeshare. Okay, so you did ultimately win. I did win. I did win. But I lost out on time. Right. Okay, and that's what they which get you can, with. Which is funny, because it's a timeshare, so you shared your time with them. Yes, I should have. I already feel like I should. Well, I did get something for that time, right? A cocktail? I think maybe. I don't know. I don't think it was non-alcoholic. I'm sure they had drinks at the presentation or something. But however, um, I went in because I wanted. I'm a big fisherman. And it was like a deep sea fishing thing uh, that was offered to me. They so saw like, you. Co- they reeled you in. They did. <laughs> they saw me coming, Mitchell. And they reeled me into the fishing excursion. But Hook, um, line. And sinker. So, yes, I did. I, I listened to this presentation. But the thing is, this this is what this is what they have me at. Okay, when you go into these timeshare presentations, if you're planning on doing one, first of all, you gotta be strong because they're good. They're good at what they do. They're very aggressive. 
And then all of a sudden you're like, geez, I've been an idiot for the last 10 years. I should. No, 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 no. You guys stay strong. Um, everyone that I know that has a timeshare eventually contacts me wanting out. They're like, do you want to buy over my timeshare? I'm like, no, I don't want to pay your your maintenance fees, your yearly maintenance fees, which is basically the same as you going away on vacation every year. But whatever, to each their own. I'm sure there are some people that are like, well, no, you can go anywhere and it's very... Whatever. Yeah, it's an industry. It's a big it's a big money. And like Mexico's thriving on it, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, but no, you got to be strong. But this is my trick. Because I actually, and we'll get into this when we talk about Vegas, but I did the same thing for Vegas. I wanted to see a Cirque du Soleil show. So I went into, it was actually the Venetian. Save this for the Vegas okay. episode. That's true. But same thing. <clears throat> now, my trick is this. I ask them how long it will take. And then they tell me it's like 45 minutes, it's an hour. And if they're like, it's about, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is my vacation and I have things planned. So I want to know exactly, precisely, specifically how long this is going to take. And then when they get, when you get that number, be like, okay, cool. Put that on this paper or voucher that you're giving me, that this is the amount of time that you've told me after one hour. I'm collecting my my voucher for whatever excursion or whatever thing, and I'm leaving. That's it. So I've had to, in a couple of presentations... You've done this multiple times. Well, this is... <clears throat> hey, I figure if I've got a little bit of time and it's not that much time, and I can go see it like, you know, a nice show or go deep sea fishing for like four hours or six hours, right? Let's, you know, cost benefit, right? Okay, cool. I've stopped them. And I'm like, because I put a timer on. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. I'm like, I don't mean to be rude. But watch this timer over but here. But this is this is how long they, and, and I got to keep on track, right? So these guys already know like, oh, fuck. This, this is. Uh, this guy is not this interested. Guy's, but sometimes. Doesn't you, deter them. No. Well, sometimes it challenges them. Then sometimes they're like, oh, oh, okay. We'll have you signed on the dotted line in 58 minutes. Mm-hmm. Two minutes to spare. Don't you worry. Right, mm. but I, uh, I've, uh, they've been, they've been some good ones out there, and some, some are convincing and what have you. The last one was actually um, very interesting because he took a completely different angle, right? Because he found out I was a travel agent, after all, right? Right. So he's like, oh, so you know? Like, <laughs> no, I know, I know some stuff. You know, I didn't, I know some stuff. So his angle was the insider was we're on the same team here well he wanted to like we're similar in the industry but he, he was more like why don't you have these properties that you just send your clients to so he he was he thought he hit a home run with me yeah he's like oh yeah let's do this but i applaud his uh his ambition and his creativity in it but uh, didn't work. I did enjoy the show, however. I will say that. That's good. But do 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 do. Timer goes off. I'm really sorry. Uh, Greg is it? Javier is it? Enrique, I'm really really sorry. It's been an hour. It's been an hour. We're all done here. We're we're done. We we have to go. And I start and I start like looking around for stuff. Like, do I have everything? Like, I check check the table. Yeah. I check the. I'm like, okay, let's 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 go. And I start getting up and stuff. And they're like, no no no, you still have to meet. You you're not. You still have to. Meet. No 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 no. And then I start making a scene. No, yeah. 
Because <laughs> you're in like a boiler room with yeah, like yeah. all these other all these other, Yeah. It's like one-on-one sales yeah. attack on right. you. Yeah, and then people you could tell when you're doing this is people are looking around and you could see who's like falling for it and who yeah. isn't. So you have some guys that are just like disinterested, and you have other guys that are like you know, pen in hand. You're yeah. like, oh, that guy's in. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh it's a little bit of a. Situation. I wonder if they even set up like fakes, like they they put uh they yeah like one stage guy's, a couple one guy's oh my god what a deal and he's signing away all of his papers right away. That'd be funny. I bet that happens. You with us, Corey? Yeah, I got a text message. But anyways. Um, yeah, those guys, uh, I, I've read of a couple of accounts of it. I've actually never done it myself, but I was I've offered over- a position. Doing that? Doing that. When I was in, I was in well, the, the Mecca. I was in Mexico, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the motherland. I was just like sort of going from walking the beach and the next resort looked really nice and i didn't know it because it was one of those like timeshare extended stays like every room has like a full kitchen every you know what i mean it's yeah, not yeah. it's like, like a condo living yeah. so but uh the guy like we just started talking to the guy and he was very flashy he had like an at a couple of atvs he had like this gold watch that looked like i don't know so he was, he looked like he was bawling. And then he's like, what do you do? Whatever, this and that. We started cracking jokes. And he's like, you know what, man? Honestly, you'd be perfect for this, eh? He said, well, do you speak any other languages? And I'm like, yeah, whatever, French and this and that. He was trying to hook me on this thing. Mm-hmm. But he's like showing me pictures of like life in Mexico. It's pretty good, probably. Well, he's ATVing, and these these are like luxury Rolls Royce ATVs or something. It's it's like everyone's living got the them. high life. Yeah, he's living the high life, man. But uh, I didn't do it, obviously. No, no, we have a family and commitments back home. Yeah, of course, uh, bustling coronavirus business at the moment. Hey, yeah, yeah. Um. So the Barcelo thing went well. You learned a little bit about that. The interns learned a little bit. They were quiet. Henry had a couple questions. Yeah. The other two were quiet. The other two were quiet. <sighs> Did we get the translation on the song, by the way? We have not yet. Right. Uh, well, so hopefully we'll get that. The very, the very catchy Vietnamese coronavirus song. I applaud their... their... There's actually, it's now a genre of music, corona music. No. There's so many parodies and songs out there now that I believe there's a category on iTunes or something. Well, I like that it's it's there to try and help. And it's going to be there forever, right? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to be able to search the song and it'll be there. And it'll show our the future generations that in this time, like this, everyone was so preoccupied with the coronavirus. Have you seen Mona Lisa wearing a mask? Did you see that? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's it's a thing. There's like masks and art. There's mask art. But do you think there's it's anything... like paper masque. Like everyone's comparing though again to the flu, which apparently kills a lot more people every year. Well, did you know that uh, more people die of the flu than of this virus? I mean, uh, there's 14,000 people that die of the flu each year in the United States. I think in Canada it's like... Someone, someone. I heard somewhere like we heard what is three hundred and something, right? And yeah. we don't know if that was 
Canada or Ontario or, or whatever, but we heard it somewhere on the radio. So it was absolutely fake news. However, and and the guy the guy actually said, right, which was a little bit interesting. But this radio host, and I won't mention the the radio station because I don't know what it was. Um, but he did he did say something like the way he was talking about it. It's like, well, I don't want you to think that. Like, I'm not saying it's a hoax. Who said it was a hoax? I'm like, what the fuck? Hoax? Why? Why is that being put out there? Why did you even say that? Conspiracy, I can understand, sure, but hoax. But hoax. No, what? these people are really second dying. Yeah, like there's, like I mean, hoax. What are you talking about? Um, but he said until more than 300 people die of this in Canada. He's not rushing to the supermarket to get his non-perishables. Well, guess what? What? He won't get any because they'll be all out, and they'll be they'll cost like a hundred dollars for a case of water. Yeah, that's scary to think that it could come to that. What happens if your your water turns off and stuff like? That? Are we gonna get to that? And and by the way, we're talking like apocalypse situation. I'm just saying, if it hits the fan, can I come to the cottage? Can I bring the fan? Uh no. Did we you, are we are tapped out. Did you? What do you mean? We're full. The cottage is full. We. I need a small room, man. There is no room. There might be like a living room. Can you hook me up? Is there a basement? There's a basement. Can I live in the basement? Well, that's where a lot of the bedrooms are. In the basement? Yeah. Is there an attic? Uh, there's an attic in the garage. Can I live in the garage? I'm happy to live in the garage. I'll still have to check with the owner of the cottage. All right. It's not my call. If it was my call, you could have the boathouse. There's a boathouse? Can I just get the boat? I'll just be like one of the princesses. I'll be like one of the princess cruise ships. I'll just cruise the lake. I'll just never dock. (laughs) Just go adrift? We'll just go adrift. Get a couple fishing rods. Uh, every now and then I'll ask permission to port and then you can tell me if you if I'm allowed to come. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any leftover bread? I'll we'll make a deal. I'll go fishing for you. You'll get the fish. And I'll get the I'll get I'll get fish. And you just hook me up with gas for the, the boat and uh, and I'll where, feed where I'll we, feed everybody. Where are we getting gas from in an apocalypse situation? Well, you gotta stock with stockpile, up. eh? Yeah. We usually have a pretty good stock in the summer. So we talk about preparedness and we're having, we're poking Mm. fun at this, but like, should you have, should you have a strategy? What are we, 1001 right now? Yep. Okay. So it's time to close up. So we're going to, we're going to wrap up the, the, the show right now, but I'm going to ask you a question before we do Mm -hmm. and, and preparedness, right. And contingency plans and crisis plans and evacuation plans, right. Should we start thinking about that yeah man i started thinking about it well no you 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 were on top of the non-perishables for sure and that was something yeah like where do we go like do we just stay in our homes where we are yeah but like what happens if we're like no power everything's cut industry stops everything crashes right your phones are not working do we have to think like that or i don't think it can really get to that point unless it was like uh like, I don't know. How would that happen? I don't see how the power would go out or anything like that. I don't know. Unless we're talking like, you know, everyone's infected. There's riots well, the, and fires. Well, and there might be. Who knows? I mean, yeah, it's, imagine it, it's there, a possibility. Imagine the mass, most 
population, the popul the populace yes. is infected. Yes. And they're trying to be contained because obviously they're not listening. And nobody heeded Governments my warnings. Start like dropping bombs on cities. Right. And people well, I don't know about that. That's but, apocalypse situation. We're talking like, we're talking Hollywood here. There are people protesting in the streets. It's it's like the police don't even want to go there because they're all infected. And you know what I mean? I don't know. All right. Well, it's food for thought. We'll think about it. Doom and gloom next time and this time. Uh, by the way, when you're choosing a seat, choose one with the extra legroom. <laughs>